Hey, welcome back, everybody, to episode nine of the Cup Cloud Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Fralino, and the Cup Cloud is a podcast that features conversations over all things coffee, pop culture, trends, social media, and more. And let me start this episode off by asking you a simple question. Have you ever fasted, right? That long, grueling process of having uh, to wait a specific uh, set amount of time to eat again, you know, the desire to eat so bad but you just have to wait for something, you know, a certain amount of time and just knowing you can't have it. You can't have any food at all. Well, uh, just like a food um, fasting kind of process, I decided to recently do a creative fast uh, for myself as an artist. So basically, I just wanted to clear my thoughts. I wanted to work on my creativity and I wanted to rethink my artistic goals all while having this no hands-on creation of any kind, and I mean none, like no art at all. So this episode on creative fasting is really just a a short discussion of creativity and what we know as incorporating a fast, so just basically a break. And that's something I wanted to do. Again, not a food fasting diet. Um, Basically, like if you're fasting for uh, blood work or something that you go for a doctor's office. So basically, it's just taking a break. So let me give you a little bit of background on myself, first of all. First, I'm an artist. I'm a watercolor artist. I'm an abstract painter. And for the last 45 years, I've been creating art of some sort and, and, and painting of some kind. So basically, I've been spending uh, the last 30 years of my life as a, as a designer. I'm a fine artist. I do all types of uh, different artwork and variances of creative art. I, you know, I'm into painting and illustrating. I do watercolor. And I even do like uh, logos and graphics illustrations and stuff like that for small businesses as well. And for my work, my basically my, my day job, um, I'm a digital designer. So I do digital artwork and instructional multimedia for a local college here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So I get to create all day. Okay. And I design graphic packages for college faculty to enhance their courses. Um, I get to work in video and audio and pretty much all aspects of, uh, of multimedia and technology. So I'm always working on something creative. I mean, hell, I even do a podcast for my work also called The Toast EDU, and it's all about instructional technology, digital media, and higher education. So, But I decided a few months ago that my personal fine art, it, it needed a change. And I needed to challenge myself artistically, but I wanted to grow as an artist and as a painter. I wanted to create work um, going into 2022, basically, that was meaningful for me. But I also wanted to go back to what really makes me happy as an artist or as a painter, something of the subject matter that I always just gravitate towards to, which is uh, geometrical abstract work and, and color and things like that. So I decided to do a creative fast, and that was basically no artwork, uh, no creation of drawings, no sketches, no paintings for 60 days. So why 60 days? I didn't plan that. Trust me, I didn't think about doing like, uh, hey, I'm going to just take a, you know, a two-month break from my artwork. Um, I did think about doing like intermittent fasting where I would take a small break and then go back to work. But I know myself, and just as with food, that would be very uh, difficult to do. So um, once I start painting, for one, I get obsessed with that painting. You know, I want to work on it all night. I'll sneak in if I can't sleep in the studio, and I'll work on that. I'll work on concepts throughout the day um, based on that painting as well. And I had a few series going, but, but taking a break from that was the best way I thought to approach that could really reset my creative thoughts. So I needed a true break. And so this then is what we've referred to as just the old fashioned artist block, right? So what is artist block? Well, artist block, 
Um, I mean, it could take place of the, the shape of fear, anxiety, hesitation, um, even loathing the creative process being basically looked at as just being too much work or basically being fresh out of ideas or having no idea what you want to draw or paint or what you want to create. But that's not what I had. Okay, honestly, I am usually overloaded with ideas. My brain never stops. It just keeps um, producing idea after idea. I mean, in fact, I keep an iPad with me at all times with Procreate just to kind of always sketch new shapes and ideas and, and anything I have for my creative ideas. But honestly, my issues that I was dealing with were um, maybe like thinking about lack of time, what it was like to, to um, have lack of materials or the, the appropriate space, right? So taking breaks, I think, is helpful to, well, I think it's helpful to avoid three things, one, physical, mental, and emotional exhaustion when it comes to art. And it's like a mini reset of the brain, okay? And it's needed, you know, for most people. But as human beings, our body and minds, we need time to rest. And I think that's the key to longevity and a good insightful creative career where you might want to face uh, where you might not want to face burnout or you might not want to face to the fact that you're thinking you're out of ideas or your creativity is low. Okay. So creative blocks, I mean, they can last hours, days, weeks, or months, you know, but basically when you're, when you're an artist and you have zero motivation or inspiration to do anything when you're dealing with art, whether it's exhaustion or just simply being out of ideas, that's a horrible situation to be in as an artist. And we have to ask ourselves, what are the benefits then of just taking a break to avoid burnout as a creative? Or how do you avoid in a burnout? And you know, a few benefits of taking a break and any aspects of life we can look at as more balance in your work leads to better and you know, more productive work. It can help with, uh, I think, creating or preventing creative burnout or job burnout. It gives you time to think about your creative goals, not get distracted while you're creating. That's one different perspective of your work who you are as an artist, I think those, they go hand in hand to me at least. And I read in um, psychologically, uh, Psychology Today, it was an article about, um, by Meg Seelig, and she stated, a break is a brief cease of work, physical exertion or activity that you decide to give a rest with the intention of getting back to that task within a reasonable amount of time. But that's what we know as a break. But when you give it a rest, what part of your brain are you actually resting? What, what, what part's getting the break? And for me, I mean, we take breaks at, at work, right? We take coffee breaks. Uh, 15 minutes helps clear the mind. Um, it just releases some stress. So then what part are we resting? The body or the brain? I mean, I guess it depends on the job though. But if you never take a break, it can lead to decision fatigue. And I know that for sure, which you know, leads into a serious procrastination because then you have, I believe, you have zero motivation to do any kind of work. And this is just not with artwork. This could be with anything. But so it was, you know, was that what I was going through then? Was I going through or suffering from decision fatigue? I, I don't think so. Okay, I just wanted a fresh outlook on the art I created. I just wanted, honestly, some time back. I wanted to focus on other creative projects, okay, like video editing and podcasting, stuff like that. My daughter plays basketball. I love editing and playing around with her videos and spending creative time like that as well. You know, social media has a huge hand in this as well. And I felt obligated on Instagram to kindly always keep up. I always felt like I had to provide creative content. So my followers were seeing new work all the time or my in progress work all the time. But I sometimes wonder 
was that pressure really necessary or healthy for my creative drive? So it's something I'm looking into as well is what is social media playing in my whole creative process or is it hindering my creative process as well? I guess there's pros and cons for that, which would make it actually um, a good podcast actually down the road because that is a, a subject that on them on my mind all the time because I'm using social media to promote artwork as well, but I also need to step back from that as well. So I needed a break in that. So what caused this then? I don't know. I mean, I didn't wake up one morning going, Hey, I'm going to take a 60 day break from my art. I never did that. You know, Hey, taking a break from my art for 60 days is something I did, you know, since I was a kid or as a working professional artist, I wasn't looking to step away from my job or I wasn't looking um, to, to get out of being an artist. I just wanted a new focus and a new perspective. And when I was looking for that balance, I wanted less anxiety in all of my creative projects, basically from my fine art to even what affected me at work, right? So let's flip this around on you then. So how about you? How could you benefit from a break, from whatever you love? So let's say it's pottery, it's hiking, uh, maybe it's music, yoga. How do you think you could hold up taking a 60-day break from that thing that you love so much that brings you so much joy? So what about going on a walk or a run with no headphones? Okay, just listening to the wind, uh, the cars go by, or, or just nothing, the silence when you really love music. So what would that be like to do that? Or not having any real normacy of anything that you do and stripping yourself of that, um, that joy you have. So then let's get into this really of why I wanted to do this creative fast. Okay. I needed it flat out. I needed it. I was getting too much digital sim, um, stimulation from everywhere. I'm a fine artist. I work in watercolor, um, in acrylics. And for me, my, you know, my art, my job during the day is all digital. I'm a media developer. So I'm handling audio, video, graphics. I'm working in Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop all day long. So I needed that. And I needed a reset to find my true passion as well. Because again, I am a watercolor artist since I was five years old. And I spent the last 30 years of my career as a digital media artist. And I kind of felt out of touch. I don't sketch anymore. I don't draw in a book anymore as much as I do. I do keep a watercolor sketchbook, but I don't draw in it as much as I do to get that feeling of creativity. I just kind of do everything on the computer now. I needed to find a reset. I really did. I, re- I needed to reset what was my true passion. Um, you know, was it watercolor? Was it acrylic? Was it abstract? Was it surrealism? And I realized I can do all. I can do everything that I want to paint and do, but I did need a reset to kind of focus what I want to spend the next phase as an artist on. And I thought that was important. And I think a break is what I need to do that. So this wasn't like writer's block though. This wasn't like um, I'm just out of ideas and I can just wait it out uh, or just um, hoping a new idea can come along. It wasn't about the ideas. So this was about validating my thought process as an artist to be mindful of why I want to create new work. Why do I want to continue as an artist? Why do I want to continue spending money on paint and canvas and paper for watercolors. Why do I want to do that? And I wanted to look into that because I wanted my feelings and my expressions of my artwork to kind of validate why I was an artist to begin with, not just figuring out I need to create artwork to sell it. Or my own goal was to just sell artwork and recuperate the money I spent on my, on my supplies. It was about creating valued artwork 
that I was proud of, but also that was a good outlet for who I was as an artist. That's kind of the whole point, at least for me. But my goal wasn't to produce more work. My goal wasn't to create more work to sell. It was to produce meaningful work that gave me a better outlet for expression and for communication and everything else in between, I guess. Which then leads to a question, what did I really want to accomplish with this, this goal of fasting, this creative fast? What, I wanted, what did I really want to accomplish? Well, I wanted to, I wanted to create an understanding of what art really means to me. And creating art like when I was a kid. When I used to create artwork as a kid, I could sit at the kitchen table and pull out some uh, white pieces of paper and I would just draw for hours. I didn't care, didn't care what people thought. Um, I want to revisit that, my choice of mediums. I want, to re- I want to revisit my subject matter, my clarity overall in anything I create in artwork. But I needed to find a desire to create for just me because over the last 30 years, I create for other people. So I wanted to find out what, what was for me and my, my, my expressions and my feelings. And this was a, res- a reset button for me. This was um, basically a reboot. Speaking in computer terms, I just needed to restart and I needed to clear that and all those negative expressions and aspects that come with, with creative burnout. And I don't think I had creative burnout because, again, I wasn't lacking ideas. I wasn't lacking motivation to do it. I was really just wanting to rethink why I want to do it. And that's what the whole purpose of this podcast was, was to help other artists or talk to other artists about creative burnout versus just taking a break. Because I think we all can benefit taking a break from anything, not just art. And this is where the importance of this podcast episode comes from. Um, you know, where do you need a reset in your life? Where do you need clarity or just a reboot? And I think as artists, we tend to um, think that we should never talk or share about being tired or having lack of motivation. Maybe it, it makes us seem like we're not a good enough artist if we lack creativity or we don't have a new desire to do new work. But that's not my point. My point actually is to accomplish a clear understanding of why I want to create artwork and why I paint and why I want to share my abstract ideology. So when this is all said and done, (laughs) my 60 days were up. I had a new, a very new outlet of expressing myself because I didn't have the ability to draw every day. I didn't have that ability to come in and open up my procreate on my iPad and sketch out a concept or, or work on a, a couple paintings at the same time that I usually do on a Saturday afternoon. I want to come into the studio So things were much different. Was all of this worth it? What did I learn by doing a creative fast? And things were different for me from that point on because I realized a break benefits me, not just working, 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 wasting materials or working on pieces that I don't believe in. um, Or I have a habit of working on an art piece and I get halfway done with it. I don't like it. I destroy it. Well, I'm not going to continue to work on a piece or invest time or materials in that I know I don't like. So what did I learn about doing this creative fast? I'll tell you, I learned, number one, that art is the most single, most important thing in my life, besides my wife and daughter, obviously. <laughs> but I mean, I have to create, period. Okay, And also, I learned that my work and my style of work in my head is always with me. I don't need paper to create. I don't need uh, paint and materials. During this creative fast, I was creating more things in my head than I ever done before. And I always do that anyways. 
Okay. So example, I was painting in my head <laughs> like last night, the, 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 one of my last nights of, of this creative fast, I was painting in my head. Like I was sitting there and as this creative fast went on, I got more and more visual in my head, my thoughts, and I was able to map out really complicated drawings and concepts in my head that really surprised me. And I've heard this like with people who like who are really good at chess and things like that. They'll play chess in their head. They'll like do like these um, these mock uh, chess games in their head and stuff like that, kind of where they're moving their pieces and stuff. And I was kind of doing the same thing with painting because I don't see the world differently. I mean, I do see the world differently. I'll t- I take that back. What I mean is. When I see the world, everything is in different shapes. Everything is overlapping or odd angles. And I have to really kind of concentrate to see the world in a normal way anyways. But when I was painting my head at night, you know, as, a, as, creative, the, as the creative fast went on, I got more and more visual. And I was really surprised about that. That's something that really took me back was how more visual I became as I was not touching the, the actual materials, if that makes any sense. But here's something that really surprised me, but... Um, I was looking at other people's artwork more, appreciating other people's contribution to art and abstract painting over um, social media. So I was digging into Instagram a lot and Pinterest and doing a lot more research on different types of artists and also artists like me too. But it was healthy, I think, for me to step back and appreciate other artwork, realizing that there's other people out there creating really beautiful work. And I found myself attracted to different colors, which was interesting as well. Um, I would go on walks and I would see things, odd shapes, different uh, images that I wanted to paint or draw. But those colors and those images were different from what I normally kind of think of. For example, I'm always having to try to explain to people why I paint what I do. And my artwork and designs and and the way they look just come from what I see in my head. I don't, I don't, look at things and, and then paint them. I might look at something and be inspired by that and do some, um, some abstract work that's based on that feeling or the color or how the mood is, right? It reminds me of something. It reminds me of, um, of a Picasso quote. He said, I don't paint the world as I see it. I paint the world as I think it. Okay, now I'm no Picasso. But that quote states, that quote states for me is everything I believe in the artist. I never ever really thought I was trying to convey what you could see. I always conveyed what I feel and how I think about things. So that, that quote to me is just, just super awesome. And another thing that I really love about that quote is because I see in shapes and blended colors and I see overlapping angles, I always have a hard time seeing things normally. It gives me a new perspective of what I had to do and what I had to develop in my art over the years now, some could say it could be a curse or like, it could be a blessing, but it's just how I am. And that creative break, this creative break didn't help with that, though. So I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I saw odd shapes and colors even more. I missed it because I missed the creative process of, of putting it on paper, feeling I accomplished something. But what it did do for me, it gave me a different perspective of how I look at my own art and what I want to produce. And that is what this taught me. So art and creativity is in me regardless I don't need paper or, or, or canvas to express my art and creativity. It's in my head already that I did want to take away from this whole experience is that I used to do art to communicate and to express feelings, but I also used to do it for money, right? People would ask me, Hey, can you do this? So you take commissions or you work on graphic and logo packages. But when I was a kid playing with markers or drawing comics that morphed into my own weird characters and then 
they turned it a subjective or abstract work in college. And then, you know, I would always feel better when I created something for nothing from nothing, which usually came out of my head. So these 60 days of fasting and being away from this creativity was a lot harder than I expected when I started it. And I didn't expect it to go for 60 days. I was just going to take a break. So I want to leave you with a few questions to ask yourself as well. What is, what does taking a break mean to you or taking a fast mean in your world? So what is something that you might want to reset yourself from, you know, art, writing, music, cooking, sewing, yoga, hiking, biking. There's, there's a tons of things that you could take a break from, even though you love it, right? But you could take a break from it and maybe find a new passion for it. What do you think you could benefit from a break for something that you really love, but also what do you think it would boost in creativity or being more productive in whatever you're taking that break from? Or would it just plain drive you crazy? But isn't that good though? If it drives you crazy, it means you love it. It means you want to get back to it. Or is there this, you know, a sense of emptiness, you know, and I, I seriously, I seriously recommend stepping back and taking a break from something that is your passion with another perspective. And honestly, you never know what the result could be. And I think it, you know, it, it can't hurt. You're going to run into a, um, a situation where you're just burned out. And there's a lot of times that you can, uh, you, you'll be exploring a hobby, whether it's art or, or anything, and you can just kind of step away from it and then never return. And that's not what I wanted to do with this. Of course I didn't. I'm a professional artist. There's no way I was giving up artwork. But what I didn't want and what I did want to accomplish was just seriously finding a new passion and a new love and respect for what I do because it was just becoming basically like on autopilot. I was just doing the same thing, buying materials, creating art, just, you know, but I was never really looking into why I was doing what I was doing. And as I close out this episode, I do want to talk a little bit about how much I enjoyed this entire process and how much I enjoyed uh, sharing those feelings with you and talking about this creative fast and everything that went into this. And I hope you uh, get in touch with me. Uh, if you want to discuss this topic even more, you can DM me on social media or email me directly. And you know, just, uh, just as an update, as I finished the creative fast and I went back into painting, even this week alone, um, I was creating two or three different paintings. And I'll tell you something, as I was painting and as I was mixing my paint or as I was thinking my out my concept, I was actually really really surprised on how much better of an understanding I had of my materials and the, the feeling I had when I was doing it. I had a, a, a spark, I guess. There was a little bit of a, a, a creative spark there from this little break that I took. And you know what? I'll, I'll post some. Uh, I'll, here's what I'll do. I am, I'm going to post um, some recent abstract work on, Club Cloud, on the Cup Cloud Instagram account. I'll do that. I'll put some paintings on there. So check back. Uh, for that and that final result as well. And you can find the link to the Instagram account in the description of this podcast. And my art Instagram account is at Sam Fralino on Instagram. So visit that as well. Connect with me there. If you have any questions, you can also visit us at Twitter as well. So please follow the podcast there at Cup Cloud Podcast. And wherever you listen to your podcast, by the way, please follow us, rate and review as well. You know the spiel. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and Google Podcast. Thanks for listening.